Hello, hello. Last night, I had the opportunity to go to a very unique event hosted by my good friend, Allison, and she called the event Facials and Fizz. This whole summer, every week, she's been hosting get-togethers for women in the community. And at the beginning of the summer, before we started having our massive heat wave, it was stretch, sip, and soak. So the evening activities would start with yoga in her garden, poolside. How cool is that? Followed by fresh, fun juices enhanced with fizz sticks, served in these really pretty glasses, and they always had a garnish. <laughs> and um, she's an Arbon consultant, so we would get to try different products each time we went. And afterwards, for those that wanted to go for a dip in the pool and cool off, well, you get it, stretch, sip, and soak. <laughs> That's why she was calling it that. But last night, because it was so hot, and y'all, when I'm talking about hot, I'm talking 93 degrees at 7 p.m., she brought everything inside and changed the format. So the format was facials and fizz. And I thought today I would share some of the takeaways about how last night's activities blended so well with my study of Ayurveda, which as you might know, is the science of life. It's a 5,000-year-old holistic system that can really be applied to today's way of living. So I'll share more details about my evening and conversations we had, which were so enriching in this episode. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome to the official podcast of True Basis Health, where we focus on living a life that connects health and mindset for optimal well-being. In each episode, Mika Hill, certified total well-being coach and perfect health educator, will cover bite-sized topics ranging from transformational well-being practices to maximizing mindset and how to live a rewarding life full of purpose. Here's your hostess, Mika Hill. So a couple of things have stood out about the events that Allison has put on over the summer. And one of them is the importance of connection. You may be familiar with blue zones, which are areas of the world where people tend to live longer, healthier lives. And in studies, they've shown one of the things that leads to longevity is the importance of connection. You know, there are all different kinds of people, introverts, extroverts. There are people that you know, want quiet time and alone time. And there are people that do well in small groups, people that do well in big groups and people that need an audience. We are all so very different. But when it comes down to it, we all need some type of connection, human connection. And one of the things that I notice, whether it be her outdoor yoga or the facials inside is these groups of women and they're different ones coming each time, just coming together to share life stories, to ask questions. And I find that conversations are just so different when women are supporting women. And there's always a variety of ages, you know, from mid-20s to mid-60s. And everyone comes from a different perspective, which is so refreshing. And I have to be honest. 
been a long time, and not just because of COVID, but it's been a long time since I've had that kind of connection in my life. In fact, one of the girls yesterday, and I say girls just because it was such a fun evening, but one of the girls yesterday was saying how she had focused so much on her career that for a large part of her life, she wasn't surrounding herself with the rewarding experience of being around other women. In fact, she said her career was so front and center that she had waited until she was 40 to have children. And, you know, that was just such a raw and honest moment. And what was even more interesting was the way that one of the other women responded to her, which was so beautiful because she was one of the younger girls. And she said, that's your story. And we can learn so much from it. And I was thinking, wow, what a great perspective to have on life. I'm telling you, I learned so much. And this week, I'd like to encourage you to form your own connections, whether that's going out and trying something new, meeting new people, or as Allison did last night, inviting a friend or multiple friends to come over to your house and do something fun, do something out of the ordinary, like having facials and mocktails. But just change up your routine a little bit. I mean, that's what life is supposed to be about, right? It's it's not supposed to be the same thing day in and day out. That's why we get so bored and wonder if there's something more. You've got to change things up. So the second thing that came up last night was something that we talk a lot about in Ayurveda, and that is nourishing your body. And this concept showed up in two forms last night. One was the self-care and the facials. Of course, our skin is the largest organ of our body. And a lot of times, you know, we focus on what we ingest, what we eat, and we try to make it healthy. But we don't think about what we put on our skin. And that was one of the things I really liked as I learned about the company Arbonne and its products because it's a natural line. And they're committed to helping people live healthier lives. So their products use a lot of high quality, natural ingredients, and they're free of harmful chemicals and toxins. And as we asked questions and she read out the ingredients, she shared with us how the company is based out of Europe. So they take a lot of pride in having very high standards and they are very protective about what can and can't go into the stuff that they sell. So we started out cleansing our faces, which is something that we should do every day and night. And if you noticed a change in my voice, that was because I was thinking, oh my gosh, how dirty is my face going to be? I mean, it was hot yesterday and I knew that there was a lot of grime. I mean, I had been to the gym and everything. So I was curious to see just how dirty my face was going to be after such a hot day. But after the cleanse, and no, it wasn't anything too embarrassing, but after the cleanse, we uh, followed with a toner to balance the skin and bring the pH levels back to a more basic level. Um, and when I say basic, I'm talking on the scale of basic to acidic. And then we did this moisturizer. And the moisturizer was a really good way to replace the lost moisture and to help the skin's moisture barrier, all stuff that we should be doing to take care of our bodies as we age. Of course, no skincare routine is complete without an under eye cream. And I learned something new last night. 
You know, when I put on under eye cream normally, I would put it on my pointer finger because my pointer finger does a lot of things. And, you know, it's uh, rubbing around underneath and all that. And she was like, no, 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 no. Use your fourth finger, the finger closest to your pinky, which is one of your weaker fingers. And you just dab it gently on because the under eye area is the thinnest, most fragile skin. And I knew that, but I thought I was being gentle with my pointer finger, but there's a much better way to do things. And that's one of the nice things about getting together is you learn new stuff. So she also had this rescue and renew body oil that one of the girls went absolutely crazy about if walls could talk. And we were there talking about the ingredients, grapeseed oil and sesame oil and all these different extracts that are in it, like turmeric and ginger and dandelion. And it smelled so darn good. And it got me thinking about one of the practices that I have in my routine, usually three to four days a week. And in general, if I'm feeling stressed out, I will bring that puppy out. And that is the Ayurvedic practice of Abhyanga, which is Sanskrit for self-massage. Now, Abhyanga is an incredible self-care practice. Not only does it help reduce physical stress, but it nourishes the body and it supports joint movement. And let's just face it, Abhyanga makes me feel good. You know, not everybody, I can't go for a massage every week. So if I can do it for myself, I am all over it. And I know when I am massaging I am moving lymph around and I'm helping my body detoxify. And I always sleep like a baby after having an Abhyanga and a warm shower. Anyway, in Ayurveda, there are three different mind-body types, Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. And if you've listened to my podcast before, you've heard me talk about them and balancing them. If not, you can check out the mind-body assessment in the show links. But regardless of what body type you are, or whether you're in balance or out of balance, everyone can benefit from self-massage. And depending on what body type you are, or what your state of balance is, would dictate what kind of oil you use. So there are warming oils, there are cooling oils, there are neutral oils. But in Ayurveda, sesame seed oil is probably one of the most popular oils. In fact, It's considered the king of oils because it supports so many of the systems of the body. And knowing this made me feel really, really good about the product because it had the sesame and grapeseed oil. So your current state of balance can help guide you to the proper base oil. But sesame oil is always a good choice when in doubt. And I'm a pitta, mind-body type, so I tend to run hot. Uh, And I like to use coconut oil. Sometimes I'll have a mixture of coconut olive oil, but my base oil tends to be coconut. And to that, I typically add essential oils. One of the combinations I really like is lavender because um, when I go for Reiki sessions or when I give Reiki sessions, I always use lavender and it's great for stress reduction. But there's also this thing called neuroassociative conditioning where you link a scent to a certain experience. So for me, the scent of lavender is linked with relaxation. So when I do my abhyanga and my coconut oil, I've got lavender. I also use heliochrism, which is um, an oil out of Eastern Europe, and it's really good for anti-inflammatory stuff. 
promotes circulation. And I typically have frankincense because it smells great. And I figure if the three wise men thought it was a good gift for Jesus, it's a good gift for me. So basically with Abiyanga, you start from the top down and at the major bones, like your shoulders, kneecaps, elbows, you do circular patterns. And then on the long areas in between, you do long strokes coming up towards your heart. And I'm going to link a video that Banyan Botanicals did that has an awesome explanation of how to perform Abhyanga. And I have to be honest, I don't use the oils as frequently as I should uh, to do a scalp massage because you guys, I have super frizzy hair. And it takes me forever to blow my hair out. So the scalp massages are reserved for special occasions for weekends. But when I've got time, like I said, I on the weekends or something, I will use the oils in my hair to really calm me down and give myself a treat. Now, if you don't want to buy a bunch of oils and essential oils, there's a lot of great options on the market. Just make sure you're getting food grade. Because if it's going on your skin, it's going into your body and you are going to have to process them. So that's it for my soapbox story on Avianga. I also wanted to mention or go back to the fizz component at the beginning, the little martini glasses filled with fruit and fizz juice. And one of the things that I've noticed is how her drinks always serve not only for the palate and the taste, but the eye as well. And they're always really nicely garnished with some fruit or sprig of mint. And here's the thing. We consume with our eyes and all of our senses, really. And we have to digest everything we consume. So I'm not just talking about food. Look around you. Notice what's in your environment. In Ayurveda, you have to digest everything you consume with all your senses, sight, sound, taste. You get the idea. So as you ponder this, Think about how you can curate your environment this week to make it easier to digest, whether that's turning off the news, not checking social media as much, putting a pretty flower at your desk. Get creative. So then, as if that wasn't enough, when we got ready to leave, she came out with party gifts, and there were these really nice, colorful mason jars. Everybody had a different recipe inside, and she provided us with lunch for today, which I absolutely needed because I got busy. And she did an awesome Instagram reel. You should check it out. I'll put it in the show notes, which speaks to some of the things that my trainer, William Ingram, at Fitness by William, talks about. And that is, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So meal prep is something that we can all benefit from. In my jar, I had a homemade sesame dressing at the bottom, a scoop of quinoa, which is a pseudo grain. It's got protein in it. It's really good for you. And then there was uh, red cabbage, carrots. I mean, a little bit of everything. And of course, a sprinkle of feta cheese because who doesn't like cheese, right? <laughs> Food, as you know, is a big part of health and fueling our energy. And in the Restore Roadmap, one of my signature courses, I go over the importance of food. But also, healthy food can be used to bring balance into your body and choosing the right foods at the right times, at the right temperatures, is really key to moving your body in the right direction. Yeah, I bet you didn't realize that. So 
As I wrap up, I want to tell you about one more conversation we had last night, and that touched on meditation. I am telling you, we covered from one end of the spectrum to another on conversations. It was such a fun night. Anyway, one of the girls was going to meditation retreat this October in Asheville, North Carolina, that she was really looking forward to. She didn't mention the center, but I know the Art of Living Retreat Center is there, and it's known for meditation and Ayurveda wellness. It's been on my bucket list for a while. And as she was telling us about the retreat, I mentioned how I had done one of those silent retreats at Duke Integrative Medicine in Durham. And that retreat was one of my first forays into extended silence. We were talking about in the silent retreat how it's so nice to have permission not to have to make small talk. Now, I know I was just talking about having connections with others, but you know, it's all about balance. And there's just something about having quiet time to yourself. And it's super cool when it's quiet time to yourself around others. (laughs) So that's one of the things I love about meditation. You know, it's the ability to go within. But as I've explained or shared many times, especially in the course Chaos to Calm, when I first started meditating, it was really, really hard for me to sit for extended periods of time. And so one of the things I like about meditating in a group setting is what we call coherence. And that is basically a connectedness, which just feels so different than meditating alone. So we were talking about that. And something we've been kind of tossing around is this idea of hosting a women's either one day or weekend retreat at this nice event venue space called Britain Manor here in Kinston. And we were talking about bringing all these things that we love together that inspire us and are good for us in a way that allows women to explore what resonates with them and to get feedback and to have discussions. So if you're interested in finding out more about possible retreat, let me know and I will put you on a newsletter so when we have a solid date, you will be the first to know. And speaking of newsletters, on the website, you can sign up to get a newsletter for these podcasts. So you'll always know when a new episode is released, you'll have the skinny on it, and it'll be fun. Anyway, those were the big things that really stood out last night. Connection, self-care, pampering yourself through a great skincare routine and food and meditation. This week, just see how you can bring some of those into your life. That's all for this week. Okay, I've been rambling for a while. For those of you that haven't been to the website recently, definitely go and check out the resources page. I'm telling you, I put a lot of great resources on there that focus on Ayurveda, mindset, wellness, purpose. There's literally something for everyone. Because as you know, my mission here is to help women create energy and health so they have the clarity to create their legacy. All right, that's me signing out for the week. Thanks for listening to True Basis Health. Please post a review and subscribe to our channel. And as you move through your day today, remember, 
A clear mind is a powerful mind. So cultivate clarity with awareness. You've got this.